2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on W.I.L.K.
3: Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Very happy that uh, we've had a beautiful couple of days. And it's been cool, but, but it's been nice. And I guess we passed peak. Depends on where we are, I guess, but... Um, As much as we're ever going to get, as far as leaves turning colors, we've done it. And um, I I can tell just based on my head and what you can hear, uh, you know, with the combination of the leaves on the ground and the moisture uh, and the mold from all of those, my head is just, yeah, it's a bad time. But yeah. there's not much I can do about it. It just happens every year. So
4: some at some point, when the leaves will be gone, the trees will be there, and down the road there'll be some snow in the air. Yeah. What are we and, gonna? Uh, it,
3: that's the, what. The happens. snow in the air. The snow in the air is not a bad thing for me for this allergies because it's uh, generally speaking it kills all the other no. stuff that's, that's there. Why so it's, when it'll be over, so. Yeah, and, um, you yeah, know, we're coming up on some wonderful times, too, some of the, the fun things, Thanksgiving and all that stuff. And we're celebrating Thanksgiving at the lake this year, so the family will be at the lake looking forward to that. And um, it should be a fun time. The only uh, problem that could potentially be, and this happens almost every time we try to do this, is that, Thanksgiving falls on a Thursday always, so there are some members of the family that do not have Friday off, if that is even imaginable, but so then we have the rush to have everybody have their big dinner and then leave in the morning or leave later that evening, so I hate that part about it, but I can't control it, and you know, that's just how it is, but Anyway, uh, believe it or not, our boat still is, our boat is officially in the tennis courts. (laughs) Sounds crazy. But the tennis courts, the nets, are not there anymore. So they have converted what were two tennis courts on our property into uh, an area where we can store boats and uh, jet skis and all kinds of things like that. And... It's got the, the high fences and it's got the, all the security and all the other good stuff. So it's, the, it's timed. I guess this past weekend, according to the owners of the lake, all of the docks had to be out of the water. And I think the reason is not just because they, they want everything out of the water. It's because of the fact that they really start to use the water in the lake for hydroelectric power which means that it gets drained. So you end up with a muddy swamp where you used to have water. So if you don't get your boats out, your boats are stuck in mud. So that's the way it works. And um, and that was supposed to ha- have happened this past weekend. So uh, we went up uh, just for the overnight. We went up there last weekend just to check things out. And... Uh, it seems like everybody they've done their job everybody got the docks out and the lake is significantly lower than it was and uh, now we look at the possibility of hurricanes because if you recall Hurricane Sandy when Hurricane Sandy hit New York that was the end of October so there's still more that can come from this, and I'm, I'm just happy that everybody had to get their boats out because they won't end up with a situation, not necessarily the wind from the hurricanes, but the, the rains, the water. Yeah. Um, and that's what really causes the problem. So I'm glad that it, they enforce it at a certain date and say, got to get stuff out because it's helpful to everybody all the way around. Yeah. So anyway, now, the, now some of the fall events around the lake will, uh, will be happening. They have um, all kind of show-in-the-blank fest, you know, October fest, harvest fest, whatever it is, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, those are some really wonderful days and times, and uh, they, the small towns of Holly and Honesdale and Hamlin and all of those that are... Up in that area around the lake, really do a great job of trying to instill some kind of fall fun, and and they do they do a nice job. It's a lot, it's a good time. Just yeah. you want to make sure it's well, not too cold, but it's great. Yeah, it's real, Well, it's nice. It's a little. It's a pretty little air, part of
4: town. And then when the holidays come too, it's it, it's cute because it's they're just quaint little. Mm-hmm pounds and everyone you mentioned starts with an h by the way just so you see, just yes. so you know and so lynn <laughs> let's talk about last week we had a nice little dinner at russell's we haven't been there we in a could. while so patrick's another day of celebration for patrick's big eight zero uh birthday and mm-hmm. uh we haven't been there in a while so it was we had a good time lots of we fun did. lots of sleep and um it was nice to nice to be out and be there and have a good time. I, I think he was delighted. And I said to everyone, I was telling the story of bringing the piece of carrot cake with the candle in it <laughs> for him, as Alyssa did. And what I loved about the whole little room that we were in is the, you know, five, six, seven other tables that were there. They all sang, not knowing, of course. And I love when people do that, not knowing what Patrick's name was, but they all went and when they heard us say it, they said it. But then how everybody roared and clapped for him at the end. I, yeah. I just thought it was so wonderful to have everybody, you know, just make a fuss over him. I'm sure he felt like a million bucks. And then when those three women yeah. were at that one table when they were leaving, the one girl said, good night, Patrick. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like she knew forever, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I,
3: it's such a nice celebration for him, wasn't it? It was. It he was so delighted for all of it. He really was. He said he just had a good time. He his food was wonderful. Mine was too. Um, and I, I'm guessing that you did a good job on yours. Well, I mean, I took half of it home, but yeah, I mean,
4: but it was good.
3: And, yes, and I, I know have- that what Meyer had that pork mignon. Um, my my stepson would be drooling if I if I showed him that because that's one of his favorite dishes.
4: Yeah, Sean so, loves it too. So does Randy, but they, they yeah. like it with the cherries. Like um, Sean loves it when they do the there's like a they have some kind of reconstituted cherry um, mixed um, like sauce type thing that they put on, and Sean loves that one. And Randy mm-hmm. likes the one with I guess there's some kind of a. Creamy garlic sauce, they do. That one seems to have, and you said you you tasted, it seemed to have some type of a soy based um, uh, sauce. So I guess they do all the time, but yeah, that was huge. And your salmon was huge. Yes, my salmon was so
3: good. Yeah, I I loved it, it. loved it.
4: And of course, I loved my long hots that I got, which were wonderful. So Mm it's It was a a really nice night, and everything was perfect. But
3: I just loved that atmosphere for Pat. I thought it was great. And then on Sunday night, we went, Patrick and I, and my sister and brother-in-law went to the French Manor for dinner. Right. How was that? that was very disappointing. Why? I have to say. Uh, Well, I have to say it because I think it's true. I mean, people need to know this. It's a five-star restaurant, and there are certain expectations, five diamonds from, um, I guess that's AAA or whoever it is, I don't know, but every year they have plaques all over the wall for the five stars. You have a certain level of expectation as to the service and the quality of the food when you see something like that. And they were, they were not um, warranted um, in this case. First of all, we had drinks. My sister ordered a glass of Chardonnay. Um, Patrick had a a beer. My brother-in-law had some, not a drink, drink. He just had, I don't know, Pepsi or something like that. And I brought with me some decaffeinated iced tea. Um, I'm sorry, decaffeinated tea bags. So... Um, the waiter said to me I said do you have fresh brewed iced tea he said no but if you give me a couple minutes I can make some I said well how about this how about if I give you the decaf tea bags and you can make it fresh right now that's fine that's fine so he left and came back with, a little later you know with a glass that was filled at the top with ice and, and it was great and I drank it and I said as he passed by, I'd like another one. Okay, I'll get you another one. Now, by the time we finished dinner, I had had four glasses, and all four of those glasses, empty, were on the table. Patrick had two beers, both of those empty glasses were on the table. Wow. My brother in law had some, whatever, and all the, it's all there. My sister had to ask, for another glass of wine, nobody asked her if she wanted some more. He ordered what was the uh, the special, which was a prime rib, and he said that it was so fatty that he could hardly taste it, and then it had a very strange taste to it. My sister took a taste of it. My sister is a great cook, great chef, or whatever you want to call her. She's really good at seasonings and all that stuff, and she said there's something off about this. I'm not sure what it is. It doesn't taste like steak. She said maybe they put too much tenderizer or something on it, but it doesn't taste like steak. Okay, no one came back and after we were served, it took us an hour, more than an hour to get our meals. That was the problem right there. So we were we were actually eating a quarter of nine. We got there for seven. We had some Appetizers and stuff like that, but quarter to nine, we finally got our meals, and nobody stopped by and said, "How how are your meals? How is everything?" No one even asked. So um, it was it was not anything. I mean, I had cocoa van, which I love, and it was very good. It was really good. Um, Patrick had um, something else, I forget what. Oh, he had uh, a duck breast that was delicious. My sister had some scallops. There were four scallops on the plate, and she said they were not dry scallops. They were wet scallops because she could taste the difference, the briny sea salt stuff. And so she was disappointed in her meal. But even though my brother-in-law mentioned something to the, not the chef, but the guy who was the maitre d' and to the waiter as we were waiting for our bill... No one offered to give him any discounts or take anything off the bill for the fact that he didn't eat, He couldn't eat his meal. Yeah. So that was not good. That no, and, not I
4: good. Did, and I have to admit, I mean, there has that place is they they have helped. With the Cultural Center for Evening and Fine Food and Wine, and it is always spectacular what they do. Anybody and everybody who goes there, I, I haven't eaten there recently, but I've been there in the past. It has been top-notch, and it has been perfectly, you know, from the staff, staff to the service to the food to the drinks to the accommodations, it's been a wonderful place. and must have either been an off night or maybe it's just all about the health these days because I know restaurants struggle everywhere to try to keep up with everything and with the people who don't work or don't want to work or don't come to work or whatever it is. Um, so let's just hope that was um, just a, a an anomaly. Loop. Yeah, because it's not they are one of the nicest first of all, the family is delightful and I uh, I don't think they'd even like to hear that because they are so good and so generous and kind. I love them. Um I I hope they um you know that and they and somebody should have done something if your if your brother brother in law did not eat his food because it there was a it was a poor piece of meat then he should have been made accommodation should should have been made for him I totally yeah. agree with that um, yeah. but what are you going to do it is usually they are outstanding so and like I said here's the good thing you got to look at it it was the birthday boy's birthday his food was delicious let's just say okay so he yeah. had a great meal we are all fine Me too. Uh, you know what are you going to do you, you, you can't always yeah well anyway I guess we're going to take a quick break you're yes, we are. To-
1: we'll be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399. Or email Laurie, laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at com. L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N dot com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises. Because it is who you know.
2: It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now back to Lori and Lynn.
3: Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans, and I am the certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women.
4: And I'm Laurie Cadney, owner of Laurie Cadney Enterprises, which
3: is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. So, going back to my favorite spot, the Ethel um, from AARP, and uh, this, I have to say, came to us from our dear friend, Joni Glover, um, who sent it to me and said, this would probably be a great article to to read about on the radio show, and indeed it was, and it's entitled, How I've Found Joy by Being an Adventurous Older Woman. By Leslie Morgan Steiner. And she starts by saying at age 70, three years before her recent passing, Czech beauty and businesswoman Ivana Trump pithily explained her divorce from a 48-year-old Italian hottie, Rosano Rubicondi." Quote, I have the freedom to do what I want with whomever I want to. I just want to be free. End quote. An unexpected heroine, that Ivana, when I was younger, this is the author, during the previous moment uh, during the brief moments when I thought about this stage of life at all, I imagined women's post fifty lives to be filled with security and stability. I'd be married, roasting a chicken or a brisket for my husband every night in the suburban ranch house where I'd eventually die in my sleep. Truth be told, in those fleeting visions, every day after 49 involved deceleration, including of my earning potential, my sex life, my physical and mental vigor, my zest for the world. Instead, like Ivana Trump, for me, this time has turned out to be the most adventurous period of my entire life. Crazier than college, more travel than at the peak of my business career. Lots of sex. I turned 57 this week to celebrate. My friend Linda and I sipped frothy iced drinks on a rooftop bar in the sweltering summer heat of Washington, D.C. Don't you feel unmoored, she asked. She was referencing the fact that in the prior eight weeks, I'd been in eight cities. I'd hiked Yosemite Falls, got an award for my work in domestic violence in Los Angeles, went to an NBA playoff game in Boston, climbed two New Hampshire mountain peaks, detoured to Oakland to see about buying a horse, hit both my 35th college and 30th graduate school reunions. I got her point. Just some this kind of older lady life sounds frenzied. too so glorious to me. The factors that restrict most seniors often inhibiting our ability to pursue later-in-life adventures, are simple and widespread. First, the demands or limitations of our loved ones, partially adult children, spouses, or aging parents. Second, our own health challenges, work commitments, and lack of travel funds. However, however if your kids, spouses, and parents are independent, and if your body, career, pocketbook are healthy, a blank slate of adventure awaits. Even if you are bound by a partner or dependents who don't share your need for adventure, there are still ways to find freedom within the confines of your commitment. This I did not know. Older women are fueling a boom in the worldwide travel industry. 44% of solo trips are made by women over 55 Travel companies dedicated to female-only customers have increased by 230% in the last few years. 32 million single women went traveling at least once during the last pre-pandemic year. 65% of American women have vacationed without their partners. Women overall spend millions of dollars annually on travel. Few people have Ivana Trump's bank account. Perhaps airports and travel are not your jam. There are other ways to explore adventurous living. Case in point, a neighbor who stopped me in the hallway yesterday. She's been married to her second husband for over 40 years. So what are you doing tonight, Leslie? She asked with genuine curiosity. I'm having a party all by myself. Making my favorite dinner. Watching my special streaming show. She looked at me and wondered, that must be nice. She responded with puppy dog eyes. My husband goes out once a year, she went on. Maybe twice. I never get to be alone. Now it was my turn to respond with awe. I couldn't survive that. It's true. True now than when I was younger. We all need me time. Some of us need a lot of it. You don't have to spend money or leave town to transform your life after 50. The real roadblock is mental. You and you alone are responsible for bringing adventure into your life. Are you hiding behind your spouse, your parents, your kids, your creaky knees, your church duties, our culture? Isn't this your life? You are the boss of yourself, no matter what anybody tells you. You can dye your hair blue, start wearing a miniskirt or ninja turtle pajamas. go vegan, eliminate sugar, learn to cook Ethiopian food, read every Shakespeare sonnet, move out of your suburban empty nest to an apartment downtown, take up snowshoeing, vow to make a new friend every week. She said, a good place to make this happen is at Trader Joe's where everybody seems to be smiling. A journey in our age is an inside job. Transform your attitude and your life will follow. One of my most adventurous friend now finds escapades in an unlikely place inside her 150 year old new england farmhouse her beloved husband died five years ago he was a painter and an intellectual introvert she compensated by being extremely outward facing during their six decades together she raised their children worked as a realtor handled all financial and health care decisions, traveled internationally, ran their social life. She did it all with gusto, joy, and aplomb. A few days after his funeral, she retreated to the homestead, where they had enjoyed everything before his dementia necessitated a move to a care facility. Now 86, she rarely leaves the hilltop farm. She enjoys the spread of purple lupines I think that's what they're called that they planted together reads fiction on her screen porch keeps an eye on the robin's nest in the tree next to the chimney entertains an occasional visitor I've never seen her happier Mm -hmm. life is filled with love and surprises my journey is inward now she told me if you keep your heart open the adventures never end isn't that a great story
4: Yeah, but it is it is true. I mean, it, you know, just because you don't want to go like you used to go doesn't mean you're necessarily hiding behind any excuse. You just don't want to do it. You you know, and you know, we've talked about this before. I, I sort of am one of those people. I like to go day trips. I'm a total day tripper, um, but I, <laughs> I, I like to be home. I like to be in my bed. I like to be in my surroundings. I like people coming over. That's the stuff I, I like to look around my house and sit in the quiet and think of what else I want to do or how I want this to be or look. Uh, so I find that at at a you know I'm a good age in the sense that you can do whatever you want, but I, I don't I don't know I don't need to go and if I do want to go I want it to be in a car. You know yeah. I just like yeah. to see things from that perspective. I I just right now that's the way I feel about it. So I, I guess it's. You know, it is. No matter what you choose to do, whatever brings you the joy that you need to put into your soul is what you should be doing, regardless of who thinks it's right, wrong, or indifferent. It's what makes you happy. Like she said, you know that old line, you're not the boss of me. So that's right. <laughs> you, you are the boss of yourself. Yeah. So, you know, do what makes you happy. And yeah, uh,
3: I, that's, I I don't think that's
4: was... what would do, though.
3: Uh, you don't think what? I wouldn't travel alone. Oh, well, now, I have done it on occasion, and it's creepy. It's like, I have to say, it's creepy. I
4: don't like. Lo- yeah, I don't like it. It's. I don't like to be alone like that. I'm okay being alone, but I don't like to be alone. Are you to follow that philosophy? No,
3: no. What do you say?
4: Yeah, try that again. I'm happy being alone in the times that I'm, I'm alone in my home or in the morning. To and, be alone. But, but I, right. It's it's fine then. But I don't like to be alone. I like people. I get energy from people. So I like mm-hmm. to be with people and experience things with people. I don't like to go by myself and think, oh, what, well, this could happen. I, I just don't. That's not my. I like to communicate. Let's do this. Let's do that. Talk. I, I'm not a. I'm not a, a person. I don't like to go in a restaurant by myself. You'll never see me eating anywhere by myself. I don't like it. I mean, it's easier now because you can look at your phone and or talk on the phone or look check emails or what. I just don't like it. I I'm, I have no interest in eating breakfast, lunch, or dinner anywhere by myself outside of my own home. I do not like it. So, and I won't do it. I'd rather I won't go if I have to do that.
3: No. Oh, wow. I just. I just like people. Yeah. There are times that uh, for business, that especially if you go to um, conventions or meetings like that, you know, where in my case I had to get continuing education credits and stuff like that. So it, it was often an opportunity to go for three days and, and get 20-some credits in three days and be done with it. And so there were times uh, when I would do that, It'd stay in a hotel room. And very often I did not stay in the hotel where the event was happening because I didn't feel like paying 200 or $300 a night, you know, just to be there. So I would stay at a local, you know, tree or something like that. So I didn't really have the opportunity unless somebody that I got to know said, are you doing anything for dinner tonight? Why don't we get together for dinner here or there or wherever? But for the most part, I just think it was it was difficult to do it. But I forced myself sometimes to go out and eat by myself at a nice restaurant by myself. And I thought, it's weird. It does not feel good. It feels bizarre. I know. But anyway, we better take Thanks. a break here. Yeah. but
4: I'm not saying limit yourself and don't do it because to me, it's always better with somebody else. I don't care who the other person is. It's better with somebody. Yeah. Life's better with a, somebody in your life. True. That's just, but anyway, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to take a quick break. And we have uh, Debbie Yearing up next for Fidelity Bank, West Granton's um, uh, branch manager for Fidelity Bank. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show.
5: in google play we record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes and we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions and we have a whole lot of fun Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, LynnSEvans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is.
4: business banking at fidelity
0: we have a great relationship with fidelity they're like family with us they're right next door to my business if there's ever a problem just one phone call i don't even have to go to them they come to me it's great i love being in the business this was meant for me we're very busy i'm running every day and i love to stay busy so that's why i need a bank that's going to be there for me when i need them Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account. Uh, my payroll taxes, they take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity, don't you?
7: Member FDIC.
0: Here's Lori and Lynn.
4: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Lori Cadney, the owner of Lori Cadney Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and
3: special event business. And I am Lynn Evans, and I am the uh, managing director and certified financial planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And our guest expert today is from Fidelity Bank. That will be Deborah Yearing, who is the branch manager of the West Scranton branch. Go West! You bet. Right. Fa- oh. <laughs> so, Deb, welcome again. Got nice Thank to have you with us? us.
6: So you for having me.
3: Today? Oh, we're thrilled. We're thrilled to talk about this because this is such a cool thing. You, you I say the bank, launched uh, what they're calling the digital branch of Fidelity Bank. And that was last week, I believe. Too much fanfare right. and, and lots of really cool things. So tell us about the branch. What is it and why was there a need for it? Well, our digital branch is just an
7: application for you to be able to take the bank with you. Anywhere you go, not necessary to physically walk into one of our buildings anymore. We can do 99% of the things that you need
3: online, Mm -hmm. and it's a
7: great convenience for everyone.
3: Uh, So it's been launched since last week. So have you noticed any uh, great demand for it? Have you seen a lot of people clicking on the, the site?
7: Well, they are some, uh, we have a lot of app, app users already, but there were uh, last week with the launch of the digital branch, there were some giveaways and some contests, so that brought a lot of people to the site. Actually, the winners of all of those prizes, I don't think have been announced yet. But that, of Ooh. course, did bring some, new, bring some new people to the site um, just to do a tour and see what's available. but we promote it every day in the branches.
3: Mm-hmm. it's really neat because i i love the way i'm looking at it now as we're speaking but it is, it is really a, a very user-friendly and very physically attractive place to be uh, it, it's got all kinds of graphics on it it's uh, animated people and uh <laughs> they're talking and they're moving and they're doing cool things and you just click on something somewhere and you go to another Area and it's it's very inviting. I think is probably the best word to say. There's it's a lot inviting. of
4: information
7: on there,
3: so everywhere you click is something new. Yeah, it's very neat.
4: And so, where do you have to go to do it, Deb? Is it through the app that you already have? Is it a new app? Is it a the website it's, directly? What's the best way to do it? Actually, you can
7: um, if you just log into the Fidelity Bank website. Now, you'll see that it has all been revamped. Um, okay. As far as, as far as the app goes, um, if you download the app, you're going to get the newest version, which is our digital branch. There's a lot of and the same characteristics as the older one, but also an awful lot of new.
4: And that's what I was going to say. So if I switch out of my app that I have, the older app, and download this, I can get rid of my old one, but I'll be able to use Are is it just as user-friendly and the same things I could do, like web pay, check balances, all that kind of stuff? That's all, of course, in your new mobile app, correct?
7: It is all there, and you can log in with the exact same information you've used in the past. You'll That's just good. be accessing the newest site and you have all of the same services and more available to you.
4: And I'm curious yeah. now, Lynn, we talk about this, so help me on this, Deb. How, uh, how do our older population um, of, of folks, how are they, do you see them wanting to know how to do it, wanting to use it? Are they a little more understanding of what is available to them or do they kind of stick to the tried and true
7: well we promote it to them all the time many of them will say oh i can't do that oh i can't do that so we'll bring them into an office and say let me show you and i'll say to them if i can do it you can do it so we'll take the time We'll take the time to show them how easy it is. And we start them off by just showing them how to log in and look around. They don't have to do anything. Just look around and read what's there and what's available to you. And then once they do that, of course, they want to try something new. They want to look at their account activity. They want to see what they spend with their debit card. So they get very excited about it once they get over that initial fear of even logging in
3: love it yeah it's, it's got a lot of great spots to it i mean it's a uh, wealth management banking mortgages and home equity loans online and mobile banking and i think we talked uh, maybe last month we talked about uh the the fact that there actually is an app as well um this that's in addition to this website, this digital branch, where you can go in and fill out all the information you need to actually apply for a mortgage online. It's, it's so that's easy right. to do. It's so easy to do. It's so, so easy um, to do, and you can access that right from
7: our app under the lending section.
3: Yeah. It's very interesting. I, I have not seen anything as... Um, compacted in one place like this is, and it's you can cudo, do everything cudo. except you know you can do everything
7: except deposit cash into yeah. your account.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, mm-hmm. and I said this before, and I'm going. I'll say it again. I'm not. Lynn, Lynn will be surprised at this, Deb. I'm not the most um, <laughs> technologically advanced um, six-year-old <laughs> out there.
3: Shocking. Shocking! I (laughs)
4: actually—that's okay,
3: Lori. I'm not
7: either. But I tell people, I tell my kids and everyone else, I might be getting older, but I'm not stupid. Just show me how to do it, and so we take the time to show our clients how to do it, and then they love it. And
4: I, like I said, once I know how to do it, I become an expert at it. I, but my point to this is when I refinanced my mortgage a little over a year ago. I used, Harmon sent me the, you know, he said, go in and fill out, put the app on your phone to apply. And I did that, and I did everything through that. And I was shocked that I was actually able to do it, not shocked in the sense that, oh, can you, do, just that it was, I wasn't afraid of it. I did it, and I was, I loved it that it was, it does any of these things. Like I use your, my old app all the time, all the time. Um, Mm -hmm. And so when I did the application of the mortgage, I was like, wow, is this so much easier. I mean, it was, everything was done through the app and a few phone calls until I showed up at my, the closing for the refinance. I mean, it was, it was wonderful.
7: Yeah, you can do everything. Like I said, except exchange cash and you can do that at the ATM. So, so not that we don't want to see our customers because we certainly do love them, but. Um, a lot, almost everything can be done digitally these days.
4: Yeah, it's just it's amazing. It just is, and I know it's the way people like to do it. But I think you feel it seems like to me now. I, and Deb, you know, I'm an ex banker. I even worked for Fidelity for a while. Um, my, you know, years and years ago, my all of my background was banking, and. When I think of all the things that we had to do in the, in all the jobs that I had, uh, in the banking world and to, to now look at what's available to customers, I think you almost feel like you have a little more ownership with your own finances. Like it used to be more bank centric and you felt like it was about them and they were helping. I think the reverse is now with this type of modern technology and the availability and whenever you want to do these things you can do them at your you know your leisure i think you find i think you take a little more ownership of what you're doing or have a little more control that it's your stuff and you're providing the bank with the information opposed to it being the opposite I, I, Absolutely. Do you, you know what i, I
7: Absolutely, and it used to be, you know, you had to wait until, you know, the end of the month or whatever to get your paper statement on your front porch yep. delivered by your mailman. Right, and right. now you can check your accounts, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And um, it's so it's such a help.
4: And to see, like, sometimes I think, who did I write? I, usually I, I am one of these old, I keep everything in a ledger it's just how i do things but sometimes i might write a check and forget to go in and i'll look at the debt, and i'm thinking Who is that to and if i don't have my checkbook with me or even if i did write it in i can't i don't have my checkbook so i'm like who did i write a check up and then you hit on the check and it tells you who it was and what it's 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 so convenient to get that information right at your fingertips I love it. It sure is.
7: That's why I'm saying you don't have. We used to have to wait till the end of the month, and and, yep. and you know if you made a mistake or something came through <laughs> that you weren't expecting, you didn't know about it until you opened up that envelope. And now there's just so many ways to monitor your account and take care of it. It's really helpful.
4: I love it. It's great. I, I think Laura, um, has worn Lynn, out the what you were I think I cut balance. you off. Were you going to say
3: something to Deb that I missed? I, I, I just said I think that you have worn out the button on on the app that says instant balance. <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, on, she's it's always hitting that button.
4: It's on every one of those because I want always want to know if what I when, when I like if I do something, I want to make sure if I pay, if I paid something, I go back in and I think, oh, I love it because I pay everything online, so I yeah, love looking I- at that to make sure it all works. I, I, I think mm-hmm. so. Um, it, it's, it's really a good tool. And and so the launch happened, and you said earlier, too, there's some, um, some work that Dan Santinello did with um, Mr. Ryan Leckie, uh, which I didn't see the whole, I saw one. Um, I don't know how many he did. But um, that must have been fun, working with someone as high energy as uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, Ryan is with Dan. That must have been a, a fun time for him.
7: Yeah, absolutely. Ryan's been in the branches, you know, he's done some other work with us and you were, high energy is putting it mildly, but he's um <laughs> yeah. he is great. He is great and and yeah, there's a couple different um a couple different tapings that they did that you can see on the on the um app. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's great.
4: Yeah, if um so you're in the Westside branch. You were in Scranton before in the in the um, uh, Financial Center, which is on Mulberry, 300 block of, not Mulberry, 300 block of North Washington. North Washington. Uh, and now you're, how many years are you in Westside?
7: I was in here, I was in Westside four years in August. Oh, man, oh,
4: man, that goes by quickly. So it's, it there's sure always does. a difference. I I always like the differences when you go from one branch to another branch, too, because the the type of, you know, you get the the neighborhood people when you go to another branch that's not necessarily downtown because you can have someone who banks elsewhere, but they're in downtown, so they stop in. But the neighborhood people, when you work with them, um, they really... Uh, there's a, a really kind of a, a sense of community, isn't it, when they walk in and, and because of all the way the banks are done and all the pictures on the wall of local landmarks within the city or within the community of which you serve. Um, do people comment on that? Because when I know when I walked in there and I was looking at the different things that are local, I think it's really cool because you know that you're invested in, what, in where, you're, where you're doing business.
7: Absolutely. They notice all the time and they even give me information on something I don't know what that picture is. Yes, there is a church on the picture in my office, but I don't know anything about it. Well, they just tell me everything there is to know and where where it was and who went there and how long it's been there. So, yeah, it's really, really nice for the local people.
4: Yep, it's a great sense of community. So, Deb, if anyone wants to come over and see you and tell you what a couple more of those pictures are on the wall, um, how do they get in touch with you? Well, they can come in every – our lobby is open every single day
7: from 9 to 5, and we're located at 400 South Main Avenue, right on the corner of Luzerne Street and, and South Main Avenue. Right where St. John's Church
4: used to be, exactly, is where that it was. That must so, be the church that's in the now, wallpaper here. That, there go, yep. the church the school and the rectory, everything was right there, and a little bakery was on the corner right behind you where Rock Street is. There was a little bakery there, too. So anyway, some old West Side trivia. But anyway, Deb, thank you for joining us. You've been a delight. Everybody else up, you know, get your new app, go on the website and check it out and see what happens. Lynn, I'll see you soon. Everyone else, have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be a nice one, Uh, and thanks so much for listening. Be safe, and please be nice.
3: Bye.